0: Previously, on Molly's Monsters.
1: Do you remember the cat? I saw the cat again.
0: Did you get it? Did you catch it? Did you well, kill it? No, I
1: was a little distracted. There was a lot happening. There were witches. One of them was kidnapped. There was a giant skeleton. My roommate showed up. No, I did not get the Arthur cat. I did not of... kill the cat.
0: Arthur leans back in his chair and kind of rubs on his eyebrows a little bit and goes, Molly, how many times do I have to tell you, like, that cat's the big deal?
1: Exactly, is our relationship with the police?
0: Listen, I'm not gonna say they know about me as much as I know about them, but I know about them. Suddenly, with a whoop, the cop car appears and lights flashing. A young blonde police officer steps out. You're Molly Malphacarem, right? You're under arrest. I'm Detective Carlos Miranda, ma'am. What were you doing a week
1: ago? <laughs>
0: Using aerosol as a sort of improvised flamethrower on the sky. Very, very quickly, those bandages start to catch fire. In. Well, 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 well.
1: I had just started a new position. We were checking through some materials at the warehouse.
0: Please tell me the truth. We've got videotape. Uh,
1: don't I get a phone call? Boom!
0: And you hear a gigantic boom from the inside the courtroom. Standing behind one of the ca- tables, gazing down at the cup with everyone else is
2: Gal Capone.
0: Molly, as you are very awkwardly standing in this courthouse, you see out the window a small shape. This small shape is a cat staring calmly into the courthouse. It's hairless. And the cat is staring at both of you. And the cat very calmly hops off the bed and then walks very calmly up and jumps onto the judge's bench. The cat turns around and goes, I am Celot! I want to speak! I want to save this courtroom! This is Molly's Monsters, not BiblioVile. My name is Mick Dickinson, and I am your keeper.
1: I'm Susan Dickinson, playing Molly
2: Malficarum. And I am Katie Twaddle, playing Gal Capone.
0: Gal Capone, she's made it. She's a big hit already, I say, 30 minutes after we finished recording the last one. Uh, and we are going to continue playing in our courthouse adventure, which I have decided to name this adventure Amicus. So let's try and move this along really quickly so we can keep Amicus brief.
1: Oh Mm. (laughs) jeez!
0: I stared at Katie throughout that whole sentence because I know she's gonna hate it. So, in case you have not listened to the previous monster or the uh, previous Molly's monsters, uh, go ahead and go back to that. We are playing Monster of the Week. I mess up Molly's and Monster every single time. Uh, Go ahead and go back and listen to that because this won't make a whole lot of sense without that. Um, But we are we are gonna hop right back into it, Molly. Like before, we hop back into it. How how you feeling?
1: You know, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I got arrested. Uh, A really skeezy prosecutor tried to talk me into taking a plea deal for something that I didn't do. There's a cat that flies and also talks. And I feel like my coworker's mad at me and he's kind of a scary dude. So I'm feeling a little overwhelmed at the moment.
0: At the moment, that's all. So let's hop back into it when we last left our heroes uh the cat that we've been searching for for a long time has made his way into the courthouse and is of its own volition hopped onto the judge's bench and has announced that it wants to speak so cat's up there at the front i am slot i want to speak the cat says in a booming voice i want to save this courtroom i am here to help he says
1: save this courtroom from what
0: and he, you see a, a chair rise up and smash on the floor. And he says, that, the, this is obviously a supernatural center. I do not know why. I want it to end or else all may be at risk. And this is from a, like, as, as Gal kind of takes a closer look at this, a talking cat? Uh, <laughs> that's a movie title. Anyway, um, as she takes a closer look at this cat, she realizes it's, like, Dead. looking at this hairless cat it has like pieces missing from it and is is slightly decayed and everything like this but here out of its tiny little feline mouth is this booming sort of i am kind of voice
1: um i am gonna try to get closer to i'm gonna try to get roman and arthur like in the same place so we can talk about our plan of attack
0: okay arthur stands up from the bench and from the crowd in this courtroom and and walks up through the aisles and he's like no if i'm not mistaken that's that's the the demon cat
1: yep that's that's sure the demon cat that's the one the cat
0: goes yes i am that cat from the warehouse and you see kind of miranda like stand up a little bit straighter officer miranda uh because he's seen the video and he saw the flash He, he assumed it was a cat uh but he he kind of ducks out back into the judge's chambers and he says now if you do not take action Dale Investigative, I'm here to help you. If you do not take action, this entire courtroom is at risk, you included.
1: What kind of action do you want us to take?
0: We have to put an end to this activity. I am willing to prove to you. I am willing to take an oath. This is a courtroom after all. Take an oath to testify what I have seen and know. Gal Capone, any thoughts? <laughs>
2: Uh, Gal Capone thinks that this cat has used up all nine of its lives, and she's kind of concerned that it's at zero right now.
0: <laughs> so the, the, uh, for some reason, the, the bailiff who is still, uh, restrained and has that very glazy look, uh, on his face, cannot administer the, the oath. And so a, a interested party stands up from a crowd and goes, I want to know what's going on. And so she stands up and she, she kind of like grabs the, the Bible, from the, the place where bailiffs keep it, <clears throat> wherever that is, uh, and walks forward towards the cat. And she goes, I I guess put your, paw, your left paw on the Bible and raise your right paw? And the cat goes, no, I don't <laughs> want to touch that Bible, he says, for pretty obvious reasons, but I've looked up the law. I know it. I do not have to. I affirm it. Give me the oath. So they go through the oath, and he says, I swear, very loudly, out of this tiny little cat mouth, I will tell the whole truth, or I affirm, excuse me, I affirm that I will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And the lady goes, so help me God. And he goes, I don't have to say that. So.
2: Okay. Atheist demon cat. <laughs> As he, I feel like if he touched the
1: Bible, he might explode. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I keep that in mind, and I start moving towards the Bible to pick it up and put it in my pocket.
0: And he, his his, uh, cat face swings towards you and says, Now, Molly, since your handcuffs are no longer locked, and you feel your handcuffs unlock uh-huh. since he's over there, uh, do, you, do you have any questions for me? You know the best about me. These other people do not understand. See lot.
1: Who are you and where did you come from?
0: I am Silat. I have always been, he says. But not in this form. I am being trapped in this form. And if I do not get your help, I will always be trapped in this form.
1: What is your normal form that you take?
0: A sort of energy nothingness, he says. In the underworld.
2: That doesn't sound like a good idea. No, no. I... Uh, so while Molly is talking to Demon Cat, uh, can I try to steal the Bible?
0: <laughs> oh, no. She, if she wanted to take the Bible, she could have it. Uh, okay, she I had, took the it. Bible. Yeah, you took the okay.
1: Bible.
0: Um, and you, stuff is still like Jurassic Park rattling in the courtroom, but nothing major is happening currently. Listen, time is of the essence.
1: I look at Roman and I say, I am way too new for this. What do we do here? Roman says, listen to your demon cat.
0: I'm not here for your oaths and your affirmations.
1: I'm here to end
0: you. He goes, that would be a a folly, Roman Giorgio. How are you getting out of the room? The doors are locked. Don't you think that a certain demon feline would know a thing or two about that? And what's going on? You've never seen a cat smile ruefully before, but now you have.
1: Okay so I'm assuming that if we kill the cat the the cat is the one that's making all the things happen. So if we kill the cat
2: all the things will stop happening and the door will unlock. Is the door held closed by magical means or is it just locked from the other side?
0: It is you as you ta- ask yourself that question you kind of take a look back and you know squinting your eyes at it you can see a sort of shimmery glow in the oak.
2: So I have a skeleton key that can open any magically sealed (laughs) lock. Amazing. You want a GTFO? Um, I do, but
1: it is my job to take care of all the other people. So I have to take care of this cat situation first. But I am still, am I correct, Mick, in saying that I am still unarmed?
0: Yes, but Arthur's standing next to you with a bag.
1: Okay, uh, Arthur. Yes. Do you have anything in your bag that might be, I don't know, oh, useful yes. for Roman and I to have?
0: I'm sorry. Here's your stuff. And he, he hands you an extra, uh, like the cops took it, but yeah. he, he manages to find you an extra set of those holy brass knuckles. Okay. And then he doesn't have a gun because, you know, courtroom and everything, but he has a couple other pieces of silver. Okay. So he, he has awarded you your brass knuckles back, the same ones that you've always had. And then I'm going to see, say a two harm close silver dagger okay um and he goes no roman might not be the biggest fan of this here cat but you know demons aren't necessarily uh well no they are kind of evil but sometimes evil runs along with good ideas
2: and as
0: far as i see it this this doesn't look demonic he says i've been working here for a while this doesn't seem demonic.
1: I look really closely at Arthur's eyes to see if he's like under any sort of influence because this looks pretty demonic. And he has also been insisting that this cat is the problem for like, I don't know, a whole week. And so does he, are there any signs that Arthur is under any undue roll, influence?
0: Roll 2d6, read bad situation uh 10, 10.
1: plus yeah, you, one
0: you've got to hold three to ask me any of the questions on read a bad situation or so no, I uh, investigate a mystery you. or read a bad situation i'll allow it from either one okay probably investigate a mystery actually
1: can i modify any of these questions
0: minorly at best
1: what happened to arthur nothing i get three what is being concealed here?
0: Um, as you take a look around the courtroom, you can see that nothing is, or you do not see any signs of hidden. You see, or you <clears> kind of <throat> feel power waves wafting off the cat. So I suppose whatever's inside the cat is being concealed.
1: Okay. Uh, this is referencing the cat. What can it do? What can a cat do?
0: A lot, as you kind of understand it. It, okay. it, it can do a lot. It apparently phased in through the window. It is now talking. It, it does all sorts of stuff. Uh, as, as Arthur is kind of handing back stuff to you and Roman, uh, and taking a look towards Gal Capone and, and it's like, uh, you seem like you'd be pretty okay. And, you see several shapes phase through the wall of the courtroom moving on from, you know, J- Jurassic park rattling, you now see three semi-transparent forms, uh, 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 with their hands together, kind of, uh, bent over, uh, phase through the wall.
1: I take a look at Gal and I say, all right, what you got? What can you do?
2: (laughs) Uh, Is that like fighting wise or running away wise? What are your skills Uh, here? Skills? I know you
1: have the magic key that can get us out of here, but what else are we working with?
2: Uh, I know some cops that can get us out of things. And...
0: The, The role of the crooked is more of a face type role, like a... Okay. Schmoozer. Okay. Typically, or a connected.
1: Um. These
0: these ghosts begin to move closer. You can see one kind of check in on the bailiff and see that he's down and and rises up and it, as much as it can because it's got it looks like a humanoid that's pretty slunched over, uh, and begins kind of like vibrating, and you can hear a co- uh, 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 a metal water bottle vibrating on a, on a nearby desk.
1: I am going to. Two, i have my brass knuckles back right mm-hmm. okay i have the ones that are like no it's the bullets that have the holy water Shoot. no your
0: brass knuckles are holy they are imbued with oh, cross, okay. cross symbols so I'm... actually on the index finger there's a cross on the middle finger there's a star of david on the ring finger there is a, a a moon and a star and the symbol of islam and then the last one there's a uh, uh like a druidic symbol that you don't recognize
1: So just covering all my bases, Mm -hmm. whoever happens to be, right? Except Buddhist, because the omel wasn't there. Mm, True.
0: Well, yeah, but Buddhism doesn't recognize a deity, so...
1: And so I am going to try to catch the cat off guard and, like, punch the cat with my brass knuckles.
0: Okay, roll 2d6. Eight. Eight. Plus tough. minus one so seven so that's a mixed success I'm gonna say you catch this cat with brass knuckles and you hear like an oddly feline after all of this sort of uh, uh, flaming bush voice you hear an oddly feline "Ah!" Uh, as you catch this on the hind leg as it tries to jump out of the way and you hear some sizzling and it's not happy about it and it jumps up to like the window uh, uh, curtain rod Mm and it goes fool stop I'm trying to help it yells
1: Uh, I ask it, are you the one controlling these ghosts?
0: Yeah, and it goes, no, I'm trying to help,
1: he says. Okay, this cat is useless. Um, well then, help.
0: He goes, the ghost just literally came through the wall. This is the first thing you've done is hit me. And you can see the cat kind of look at the ghost and goes, and one just evaporates. So there's only two ghosts left.
1: All right, I look at Roman and ask if he has anything in his repertoire that works against ghosts.
0: And he takes out the same silver dagger that uh, that Arthur has just passed to him and goes, well, we can try silver. And he goes and he tries to shank one of the ghosts, but this, his arm just goes through the ghost and back out again. So okay. silver will not work.
2: And I assumed that that would not work. What kind of threat do the ghosts really pose to us, except being scary? Okay, so
0: that one that was vibrating now the thing has come. Uh, the metal water bottle that was shaking flings through the air and evens and odds. Uh, comes and slams Gal Capone straight in the dome piece for one harm. Yeah. So you can fill in one harm as you after you reach three. That's like you're not you're gonna get worse, not better, as time goes along, right? So this is a big old conk on the noggin.
1: How many other people are in the room with us right now?
0: I would say, I don't necessarily mean to name all of them, but I would say probably about a dozen.
1: Okay. Um... You've
0: got the two cops, or no, Miranda has left into the judges' chambers. You've got, uh, Officer Terry, named after Terry V. Ohio. Uh, then you've got the two judges. You've got Roman, Arthur, Gal Capone, the cat, and several other witnesses in the crowd.
1: Okay. Um...
2: And the witnesses aren't and, doing oh, anything. P,
0: uh, public defender Gideon. Clarence Gideon. Named after Gideon v. Wainwright. And also the, the prosecution, Wainwright. Named after Gideon v. Wainwright. Yeah. Do you know what Gideon v. Wainwright was for? The right to have a public defender. I'm <laughs> so good. The witnesses are terrified. They but they're not, just, like, hanging yes.
2: out. They're not trying to run. And,
0: and basically, Monster of the Week witnesses are, like, dumbfounded constantly. That Like, okay. that's the role of a witness.
1: Okay. Um, I am going to try swinging. Like, the silver didn't work, but I'm going to see if my brass knuckles will work. So I'm going to try, like, swinging okay. a punch a through one of the ghosts.
0: Molly's going to punch a ghost. Roll 2d6. Or kick some ass.
1: Okay. 8 minus 1 is 7. Okay. Minus I'm going to say six.
0: there's a mixed success where... Uh, you punch a ghost, and you're not going to connect with both harm of the brass knuckles, but you can see its spiritual, like, the the chunk out of it, uh, uh, you take a massive chunk out of its spiritual form, and as the brass knuckles, you, like, tear its sort of, like, flat gray away from its, and it dissipates once it's, it's separated. So okay, it does so the brass somehow.
1: knuckles are effective mm-hmm. against ghosts. Yep,
0: unfortunately, the ghost takes both of its hands at the same time, and hits you on the back as you swing through it for a harm.
1: Okay.
0: So Gal Capone, any thoughts? Um, Arthur's right. like, Miss, are you, w- you? Would you like to help? Because you see more uh, uh, with it than the rest of the witnesses.
2: Uh, where was the witness that had the Bible that talked to the demon cat? No, uh, I have the Bible. I already not the you. one that had the Bible. The one that like tried to like coerce the demon cat with the Bible.
0: So tried to make the demon cat swear. It's still she's still like standing at the bench, like white knuckling.
2: Does she have a crucifix way. on that I can steal? <laughs>
0: uh, she does not. No, but uh, Molly, you remember that in the judge's chambers uh, there were quite a few uh, Catholic symbols.
1: Okay, I run in.
0: Maybe you could tell. Oh,
1: okay. Um... Or you can if you want. <laughs> um, go like go to the judge's chambers.
2: Try to find something off the wall. All right, so I'll go into the judge's chambers. Okay,
0: you have not seen this, but there are several different pictures of mostly, like, penitent Jesus. Like, very in the middle of punishment Jesus. uh, As well as, like, uh, flat out bejeweled crucifix.
2: I don't know how I feel about that. Even the crook has problems with bejeweled crucifixes. Um, I'll take a portrait of... Penitent Jesus and a visual crucifix. So
0: the crook comes back into the courtroom (laughs) after you just see her like tear ass out, uh, holding a gigantic crucifix in one hand and a painting in the other one.
2: (laughs) Can I try to deck a ghost with the painting? I'm just imagining you like
1: lifting it up over your head and just trying to crack it. <laughs> so,
0: here's at. exactly what happens. She does that same exact... Oh, roll 2d6. Excuse me. I need to make sure you actually get a hit.
2: Uh, is this to kick some ass? This is
0: to kick some ass, indeed. Okay. So, this is tough. Oh,
2: four. that that's a three. No, that's a four. Uh,
0: so, in in uh, uh, fiction, she raises this penitent Jesus up and goes to swing it down. And, uh... uh the... the Part of the picture that is Jesus uh, sticks to the ghost, but the rest of the painting continues going. And so the frame slams into the floor and breaks, and the ghost uh, hits her with both hands. And I'm going to say not for harm, but you, okay. you get a good old, like, calm so, down, miss, so is like 50 slap.
1: Is Jesus, like, on top of this
0: ghost? <laughs> yes, Jesus' uh, penitent face is on top of this ghost.
2: This is all i ever wanted. We
0: do not, by the way, have to take turns. Like, that is not a rule of monster of okay.
2: Um,
1: and I'm going
0: to say that one of the ghosts starts vibrating, and uh, this time a chair starts rattling in the corner.
1: Um, I'm going to take another swipe at that ghost okay, with roll, my brass knuckles. Okay, roll to kick some ass. Okay, we have a nine.
0: So the same ghost? Yep. As you go to swing with your brass knuckles through this ghost, it's very weird where your hand doesn't feel any like resistance, like you're not hitting anything, but your spirit very much feels like you're carrying something with it. And the ghost kind of like fragments out into several different pieces and wha-ha, wha-ha, apart.
1: So now there's more ghosts?
0: No, 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 no. It like. Oh. Blah, 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 so that goes. Understand right. my noises.
2: It okay. does the, the Voldemort at the end of Harry Potter. Thing. Okay, good. understand.
0: Um. So yes, it is gone. There's only one ghost left and it's the one vibrating. There's a chair that's vibrating. Is this the
2: one that's wearing Jesus or the one that's not wearing
0: Jesus? The one Jesus? that is wearing Jesus.
2: Um, so. I yell at Gal, take a swing with the crucifix! And I will do exactly that.
0: Okay, we'll take it to that. Uh,
2: eight. Eight,
0: eight total, that is a, I'm gonna count that even though it's technically a mixed success with the, the crucifix. <laughs> you swing it like a goddamn baseball bat. Like this is Which a pretty, I also have one of those. <laughs> This is a pretty sizable crucifix. I'm and so practice. as it goes through, the ghost looks down wily e. Coyote style to find a crucifix shaped hole in itself. And then it dissipates entirely. So the, uh, the ghosts uh, go away and the cat on the windowsill is like, Good! We got rid of the ghosts! Now we need to go stop their energy source. They're, they will come back, he says.
2: Where's the energy source?
0: I do not know. Let me out of this room. Or I can get out of this room, but I can't kill the energy source. It's a living thing. You need to come with me.
2: Alright, so can I use my skeleton key to open up the door now that the ghosts are gone? <laughs>
0: Okay, so this is what happens. The, the cat is like, we need to get out of that magically, or the spiritually sealed door. I can provide a sort of, if we go into the other room, holy water. Oh, you've already unlocked it. <laughs> so, Gal Capone, I'm going to put you on your feet for a second. Okay. If the supernatural is mostly hidden, why do you have a skeleton key for... So, like, what in your life has created a... Uh,
2: so, I first entered the underworld via working for a god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty good. Sounds Pretty good. about
2: right. Pretty
1: mm-hmm. good.
0: And so he goes, oh, well, okay. And the, the, the cat hops off. And you can hear Roman like, I'd like to come with you, but I need to stay here and protect the witnesses. And Arthur's like, yeah, um, me too. <laughs> and so he stays.
1: I mutter under my breath about men being useless, and then I tell Gal that it might not be a bad idea to take that
2: crucifix with you. I've already, like, have it just, like, on my
0: shoulder. <laughs> the cat goes, good, good, and you begin to walk out.
2: Uh, can we stop by, like, a holding locker so I can get my <laughs> my
0: weapons? All right, so uh, the cat goes, I, I don't have this building memorized, but sure, we can look around. And as you are walking through, like, the... the Hallways. You can see all of that litter beginning to sway around. It's very poltergeisty, haunted house kind of stuff. Uh, benches are shaking, litter swaying around. Uh, out around a corner comes a a uh, like a woman in a very nice pencil skirt and some tasteful pumps, and she is doing that same herky jerky kind of walk that the bailiff was doing.
2: Can I tap her with a curse? Yeah. To see what happens. That's what I was just gonna suggest, like a little love tap, not like a like a full on hit.
0: So you you go to uh, love tap her with a thing, and you hear like a, <laughs> and she just falls over. So she is not back like to herself, but she's also not possessed, uh, possessed anymore. Okay. If if that's the word you want to put to it.
1: Uh... Uh, a
0: couple more turns later, I don't have a map of this courthouse drawn, so I'm gonna say you find the the uh, locker. It is firmly uh secularly i suppose locked and you can see your baseball bat and original brass knuckles behind it
2: and the rest of my stuff because i can't take guns in the courtroom
0: they probably yeah they probably took that somewhere i don't know they put in the locker why not let's make it easy
2: can i i have the bailiff's keys (laughs) oh shit (laughs) open that up then Does that work? Yes, it does. (laughs) I forgot you had the bailiff's
0: keys. So, uh, Gal Capone, like, ain't no thang, just twirls the, the key on her ring and, uh let's get it okay roll for this i want to see i want to see how well this for goes. what well it's it's nothing bad but i want to see just how, a roll i want to see how cool it is yeah. I'm,
2: you know I'm uh, not add cool person. to it
0: why not or, cool or charm whichever is higher
2: let's do charm i like that uh 11. that's Jesus. gonna be a 13 so
0: spins it and just like there's 30 keys on this damn key ring spins it Picks one, sticks it, and immediately unlocks the locker. Like, doesn't even have to do that. Um, let me see. Spins it, <laughs> opens the locker. You now have everything that you've assigned to yourself. Your gear back. Is there anything else you'd like to look around for? Yeah,
2: is there any stuff in any of the other lockers?
0: <laughs> There's quite a bit of stuff.
2: I'm a little flush after watching this, and I'm, like, fanning myself. <laughs>
0: uh, Is there anything in particular? Are you just looking for valuables or, like, contraband?
2: So- I'm looking for valuables and contraband. Molly may be looking for other things. I'm looking to see if there's anything useful. Like I,
1: lo- I've lost my gun. I'm looking for my You're gun. Done, is there? Okay, I grab my gun and then any of Roman stuff.
0: Okay, so in a box, bar- in a box marked 034 or something like that, you you pull it open and there's uh, a gun and a uh, silver dagger that's a little bit heftier than the one that Arthur has re given to him. Along with a lighter and a can of aerosol, he also has a small little security baton, uh, two small like red pulsating uh, spheres, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. He's 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 loaded for bear.
1: Uh, And thirty dollars. I like all um, in
0: fives, which is really weird.
1: Muttering under my breath, "This motherfucker," and just like start shoving stuff into my bag.
0: Okay, so whichever you find a bag in the security locker and you're shoving it in. Yeah. so uh, I, I will say, Gal Capone, you find, I, I don't have a loot table here or anything like that, but I would say probably, oh, geez, $600 worth of stuff on the black market, as well as several useful things that, when you think of them, we'll roll to see if you actually found them or not. Okay, so possibly we'll that.
2: useful things. Possibly
0: useful things. I'm trying to think of what is, what is uh, contraband at a courthouse that isn't a gun or a knife. There's just Gross. like so many of those things that. I just have like
2: away. a duffel bag. <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: Um, all right. So now the cat's like, "Are you quite done yet?"
1: Uh, yeah, all good. Earthly
0: possessions. Ugh. All
1: good here. Uh,
0: so as you you leave the the uh the security lock, you can kind of kind of see the cat like pause for a second, and it's not bloodhound like smelling the ground, but it is kind of like sending out. You can you can sort of feel it pass through your essence like way, like vibes to feel where this sort of ghost thing is coming from uh while it is doing that you see another spirit kind of rise through the floor so it's the same hunchbacked arms together uh putting out an emotion of anger ghost in front of you
2: i feel like the cross was pretty yeah let's deck it with a crucifix okay deck it
0: deck it with a crucifix i do appreciate they always pick the matching dice
2: Seven, uh, seven
0: plus. Any tough? No. Nope. No. So I'm gonna say you swipe through it this time, uh, without the Jesus on its head. You do take a crucifix-shaped chunk out of it, but it melts together. It's like less dense now. It, it spreads its density out to cover that hole, and you can you can hear a uh, nearby bookcase that goes up to the ceiling beginning to rattle, as it begins to rattle.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. Um... Was there anything of, like, religious significance in Romans' belongings that I named? The
0: same sort of, like, covering your bases sort of holy implements. Not necessarily I actually believe, but these have been blessed sort of implements.
1: Okay. Any that are bigger than my brass knuckles?
0: You found a flask of holy water, and then uh, your pal here, Gal Capone, apparently has a baseball bat.
1: So what would happen if I spritzed some holy water on the baseball bat? I would
0: say that that baseball bat would become a holy baseball bat.
1: <laughs> so my new friend Cal, can I borrow your baseball bat? Sure. Okay, so I'm going to sprinkle some holy water from my flask of holy water. you got to say at least
0: one Catholic thing to go over this baseball bat.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, Father, I'm not driving. Hollow be thy name. Thy <laughs> kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, it's been so criminal- 16 years since my last confession.
0: So the criminal and the special agent do their best to recite <laughs> at least one part of a Catholic mass uh, over this uh, baseball bat. And as you kind of feel like a, uh, you know, when you're working a lawnmower or some other pull motor implemented thing, it's kind of like, vum, 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 And so as you're stumbling through this thing, you can hear the vum, 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 but as you all say that that word that ends most Catholic things, Amen. Then you can hear it go, blah, 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 and it, 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 you feel the like the tingly holiness in your hands.
1: All right, I tuck my flask of holy water back into my bag, and like with good softball girl grip, just swing at this ghost with this holy bat. That's how I swing a bat. Well, okay, uh, Roll I have two d6. Here. Roll two
0: d6 for kicks. Mess. Uh, Six plus. Minus one. <laughs> so, fine. Uh, five to swing through this. So, I'm going to say... <laughs> okay. Here's what happens. Is you're going to miss it, but in the gigantic, like, too big of a swing you took, you hopped out of the way. And the bookcase that was behind you collapses and shatters and everything onto the courthouse floor. Okay. Uh, so, the, the ghost begins to uh, shake and shimmer again. And you can see, like, a, a bench beginning to rattle.
2: Take it again with
0: the as Well, she seems to be the the ass kicker here.
2: Which is your uh, seven plus nothing plus
0: nothing. So you're gonna you're gonna get it through, but on a, on its way, it's going to leave you slightly chilled, and you're gonna be like, oh, oh, and and just for the next no, it goes away. Uh, oh. She she punches a, a crucifix or she swings a crucifix through it. But I'm gonna say for the next like forty five seconds, you are just gonna feel of game time. You are just going to feel the most despondent, like, you have been, there is no hope sort of stuff. Okay, so you kill it, but you you imbue this essence of hopelessness and I have no control over my life kind of feeling. So I'm counting on you for that. I so kill me
2: right now in real life. <laughs> Aww. Aww.
0: Big mood. <laughs> um, so the cat goes, great, let's keep going. I found it. And, and he begins to walk off. Uh, as you begin to walk through, you hear some noises and you, you look around to find Officer Miranda there with a taser in his hand and he's kind of like reloading that weird car, cartridge that comes in a taser and you see about like four or five people, some of them lawyers, some of them perps, and at least one other police officer with the taser wires.
2: Is he dead-eyed?
0: No, he is. He's like, what the hell is going on? So he's, he's reloading this taser and you can safely assume from the situation you see in front of you. He's tased a shitload of people.
1: Um, I'm trying to think if there's a way that we can, like, incapacitate him so that we don't get tased. Um, uh,
2: should we try
1: explaining this? What's happening to him?
2: I don't know. He seemed, like, kind of a dick. I don't know if he deserves but to know. He was handsome. Um, he was. Yeah.
0: Pretty dang nice to you guys. okay in a good cop, bad cop situation.
1: Okay. Um like I'm gonna yell. okay, so I yell out, uh, Officer Miranda. Detective Detective Miranda. There's super supernatural activity. We know how to fight it. Come with us.
0: He goes, Yeah, they whatever this fine. And he kind of like plugs the thing back into his gun, so he's got a taser or a taser gun, he's got a billy club, and he's got the he's Detective Stabler from SVU.
1: Is there another pair of brass knuckles in Roman's stuff?
0: No, in your stuff. In my stuff? Yes.
1: Like, in addition to the one that I have. Yeah,
0: so you could have two fists of brass knuckles. Okay, so
1: I give one of those to Carlos Miranda.
0: And he goes, these are mostly illegal, he says. And then as uh, another ghost rises through the floor, he goes, fuck it. And slips them on and (laughs) decks this ghost and it disappears.
1: Okay. So now we have a third person in our little Retinue. army.
0: And the cat looks up and goes, hey. See, Lot is, I, I suppose, not a person. He continues uh, walking down. Uh, as you, you get to a, a uh, stairwell and it, it's just getting like the litter is flowing everywhere and the benches are beginning to move. Not they're moving into the middle of the hallway, but also rattling back towards where like the, the center mass of the courtroom mm-hmm. would be. And C-Lot is, we, we have to hurry. Things are moving along. If we don't go, then this courtroom and us in it will be gone.
1: Okay, so we start running? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
0: So you start running, you start uh, your grandpa's shoes. What kind of shoes would Gal Capone wear? I
2: feel like, what's the most nondescript thief shoe? I feel like Chucks. Chucks. Like Those are a pretty good nondescript yeah. thief shoe.
0: That's a pretty good one. Um, as you get to the door, you can feel it begin to, it rattles in its hole again. Uh, uh, the door to the stairwell that you are arriving at, you're, you're going to be going downstairs, c tells you. Uh, it begins to rattle in its hole again and is not happy about it. And even as, uh, uh, Gal Capone unlocks it, it is still, like, sticky. Like, and it doesn't want to open.
1: I give it a tap with my baseball bat.
0: Okay, and then you see, like, a crack in the sort of, uh, uh, uh sheen on it that you you know. So there's a crack in it.
1: I give it another tap. <laughs> okay, it and it, it
0: splits <laughs> open. So uh the door swings open now and uh uh you see uh Officer Miranda or Detective Miranda kind of rubbing his hand because he was pulling on it really hard and as he cracked it it swung open into the doorstop and Sorry so dude he switches his brass knuckles to the other hand. He's like That's okay. <clears throat> Just ghosts or whatever. Uh and so you begin to run down the, the stairwell and it is just pitch black. You can hear going around you. It's getting more and more haunted the further down you go.
1: Alright, let's keep going. So yeah. you follow the cat
0: really weirdly. You can see the cat's eyes. Like Cheshire cat style. Uh, that makes sense. As it's going down and down and down. Uh, you can hear the walls around you even though that these walls are made of cement and not the marble of the rest of the courthouse, You can kind of hear like they're creaking. Cement creaking is not usually a good sign. Uh, down and
1: down and
0: down. Yeah, down
1: and down and down. Do I have any sort of flashlight or anything on me? You
0: do not, but the officer Miranda... Or Detective Miranda clicks one on okay. and he's got the mag light. So we can
1: at least kind of see where we're going. Yeah.
0: Um, The cat suddenly peels off about at B2 or whatever. There's a B3 and 4, but peels off and goes, This way, please! And as you run down the hallway, uh, I'm going to say another three ghosts appear in front of you. And these, like... They feel angrier. And the cat goes, these are the same ghosts. This is why we have to do this. They'll keep coming back and back and back again.
1: Can I do some sort of, like, tag team with Detective Miranda where we, like, come at the same ghost from either side with our brass knuckles?
0: Okay. Roll for 2d6.
1: Probably not because I not. rolled a four. So this is, what, no. this is
0: what happens: is that you're like, "How do you arrange this situation? <laughs> Let's punch this ghost at the same time."
1: No, I just yell out, "Detective Miranda," and then I assume that he knows what I'm gonna do, <laughs> but he doesn't, and so I we it just kind of fails.
0: Yeah, the ghost just kind of ducks, and then your two hands like, respect nucks in the middle of the air, and uh, for your for your time, the the ghost good the ghost since you rolled a kick some ass roll uh gets to harm you back and is and is going to uh it's had its hands together this entire time as if it were handcuffed and it is going to break the handcuffs and hit you both in the the head as it spreads its hands hit you both in the face for one harm and also you're all going to be pushed back to the stairwell and the door closes again because the power of releasing the handcuffs push you guys back
2: shit so we have to reopen the door well
0: no you're on the other side Okay. With your skeleton key. So, we're gonna flip back to Gal Capone, who's faced with three ghosts.
2: Yeah, uh, you said I could see if I have anything useful. Do I have anything useful, or am I just...
0: Um, you have a water bottle.
2: Just regular water? Just
0: a regular water bottle.
2: Um... Make it holy! You're not there. Because the crook can do that. How do you... Don't you have to be a priest to make water holy? Not
0: if you're a Protestant.
2: whoa can you, can you dip the crucifix in it? <laughs> just, like, try to, like, funnel it down and, like, see. Uh, fuck it. We'll throw some water on the crucifix and just go swing it.
0: Okay, here's what happens. You uh, roll a regular kick-some-ass roll on your wet crucifix. Oofa doofa. doo wow. uh, You go, this isn't going to work, and you spread some water <laughs> on your wet crucifix, and you swing it, and not only do you miss... But your lack of faith has prevented this water <laughs> from becoming holy. Uh, so you can see one of the ghosts begin to kind of rattle, and you can hear some extra creaking in the wall next to you. Okay, moving it back into the stairwell.
1: All right, I'm going to run back towards Gal You got the door in front
0: up. of you. And
1: it's Shit.
0: sealed magically, or spiritually.
1: I'm going to, like, yell as loud as I can to see if I can get her attention. But we need the skeleton key.
0: Or your baseball bat
2: my um, does, like,
1: does that work against it did a locked the locked door?
0: Time.
1: Okay, so I take a big old swing with my baseball bat at the Kay. door. Okay, I'm going to say,
0: because of the price you're going to have to pay for this, the door, the sheen on the door opens, but from your big old swing, the wooden holy baseball bat that you have been using
1: snaps. Okay.
0: And so the door opens, but you have no more baseball bat. You have broken Gal Capone's prized baseball bat. How much did this mean to you?
2: It was my first weapon ever. It got me through my softball Little League tournament. I was the best hitter. Come on, I'm sorry.
0: Okay, <laughs> the door is open, but you have a, a shard of a baseball bat, which I don't know if you know about pine baseball bats, but when they split, they get a little bit like pokey.
1: You can shank people with that. Yep, I'm going to keep it.
0: Okay, so... Plus,
1: it's still holy.
0: What, what Gal Capone sees is just a snap of the bat as the door flies open the wrong direction, which is weird, and... Molly rushed into the room with a sharpened bat and just shank at a ghost. And I'm not going to make you roll for this. Uh, Dissipates one.
2: Uh, Uh, Okay. Is the one with the unclasped hands still? Okay. It was that one. Cool. All right. So I'm going to try to sway my crucifix again. (laughs) Okay.
0: Like you're drying off your hands after an air dryer.
2: Uh, That would be an 11. That would be
0: an 11. Do you want to describe how you kill this ghost?
2: um how is it positioned
0: it's like hunched it According there's two to shoulder to shoulder me. across the corridor okay. um so you've you've got a pretty tight corridor and the two are shoulder to shoulder with their hands clasped and shunk the strength and uh it's beginning to kind of look up at you very angrily so i'm thinking like do you want to swipe at it like vertically i'm gonna horizontally. do like the hay
2: batter batter to the head move in honor of my fallen baseball bat
0: <laughs> all right so you, you do the, the holy harm to it and it's, its ghostly head is gone and then all of the ghostly gray matter just like humps down to the ground uh, as if a fountain or if a cup poured out or something like that. And you, then you hear uh, Detective M- or Miranda kind of just give a good old backhand to the one ghost with the, the uh, brass knuckles and, and swipe it away. Okay. Sila. So
1: these three ghosts are gone.
0: These three ghosts. Uh, so Selah runs on.
1: We follow him. Yep. Okay, uh, as little.
0: as you get to the end, you see like this weird sort of pulsating red light uh, from underneath the door. And Selak kind of stops in front of it. Goes, mm. It's in here. This is the place.
1: Um, is the door locked magically or otherwise?
0: You don't see the same sort of sheen on it that you did on the other places. And then as you try it, the, the door handle turns. Is there anything you'd like to do to prepare before you enter this room?
1: Ooh, should we bless all the or should we put holy water on all the rest of our stuff? That would probably be a good okay, idea. Okay, I'm gonna like just sprinkle a little bit of holy water on everything that we have so, so now everything is holy. Like,
0: like the pine branch Yeah. at a Catholic mass? Yep. So you're just sort of spraying everything even down to uh, Detective Mar- uh, uh,
2: Miranda. Miranda. Thank
0: you. I have to keep on seeing see Martinez. Detective Miranda's taser. Uh, everything's a little bit wet with holy water.
2: we head on in may as well
0: okay you like open the door slightly kick the door open just like
2: uh go like
0: you own the place
2: so gal capone's gonna like sparta kick the door in because that's just kind of her
0: (laughs) okay gal capone uh sparta kicks the door in and what you see is incredibly weird it is just a normal boiler room but that pulsating red light you can trace back everything's very dark down there you can trace back that pulsing red light up into a gigantic heart and it takes about half the room. This this it's a beating heart, and every time it beats, the red light pulsates.
2: Is it like a like the an anatomical heart or like the heart-shaped
0: heart shape? No, an anatomical okay. heart, an anatomical heart that is beating and pulsating. It's not like perfect. It's more amorphous, not amorphous, mouth um, mouth shaped uh, than a normal heart would be. But it's it's beating, and every time it beats, that red light pulsates a little bit. And as you kind of you see the room, and there is a a man inside of it and he his head is poking out and his arms are poking out and his legs beneath the knees uh, are poking out as well Uh, and so this is continually beating and you can kind of see that one goes to to the floor fountain style that gray matter kind of traveling on the floor back into the heart
1: okay how far like above the ground is this heart
0: uh the the janitor's feet are probably about the person who is in the heart's feet are probably about two inches off of the ground and then up to their knees so the the heart is so
1: it's like we can reach it yes okay um
0: uh as you look around you see other janitorial implements which leads you to believe that this is the janitor (laughs) like i said
1: okay um i'm gonna move toward it and try to poke it with my baseball bat stick my holy baseball bat shank
0: Okay, as you move towards it and you go to throw it in, you do create a pretty big hole in it, but as you drop back out, it it scabs over. It's not like healing immediately. It's not like as good as new, but it begins to scab over and see Lot's like, no, it's mad at the system. Violence does not undo the system.
2: Can we try to pull the janitor out?
0: Okay, as you take the janitor's arms, you're going to try and pull it out. uh, You can't quite get there. He's stuck in his heart pretty well. What do, in the Cilat's like, I can't tell you the answer right away because that's not how this works, but what do railroaded criminals
2: want? Railroaded criminals want?
0: This is the spirit. This is the heart of the spirit of justice not undertaken.
2: Oh, revenge?
0: It's gotten its revenge. It tried with the bailiff. Forgiveness, the cat says. Damn it. (laughs) And uh, uh, its ear falls off.
2: Forgiveness for what? For doing a crime?
0: They didn't do it. That's the point, the cat says. They were railroaded. To be railroaded, nobody understands words. And you can hear Arthur, like, shaking his head upstairs. Uh, To be railroaded, you're not given a fair shot, he says.
2: I mean, so Gal Capone is a crook, so in her defense, she's never been. She's never been falsely accused. Exactly. She's never been in law classes. She's never been falsely accused. So, who needs forgiveness? Well, me. (laughs) To be fair, I was wrongly accused. And you see the
0: heart begin to beat a little bit slower.
2: Oh, are you supposed to forgive the system? No! (laughs) It wasn't my fault!
0: The heart begins to beat a little bit slower.
1: It wasn't my fault? I didn't do it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It it continues on. You've already unlocked that part of the key, so it's still beating at the same rate.
1: So... So I need someone... Oh! So I... Okay, I turn toward Detective Miranda and I say, like... I understand why you think I was involved in the arson because I was there, but I didn't do it. It wasn't me.
0: And Miranda says, I, I agree. There's there's not enough evidence to point to you doing this thing. I, I looked at it and you were the plea deal on the same day you've been detained. That doesn't make any sense. And the heart begins to beat a little bit slower and slower. And the janitor starts going, like, ooh. Do you remember uh, what the judge said when the janitor wasn't cleaning up?
2: He said that the public defense attorney was worse than the janitor. Mm, no. <laughs> that was what I picked up.
0: The janitor wasn't doing his job. That's why there's so much litter. Well, he was trapped in the heart. That's why there's so much litter. Maybe you could investigate a mystery or read okay, a bad m-
1: investigate a mystery. Uh,
0: nine. Nine? Uh, you don't want to? You're German? You get a hold two for investigate a mystery.
1: Okay, I'm going to modify the what can hurt it, what can get rid of it.
0: So as you take a look at it, you realize that every single time you've been talking about the system doing wrong about yourself, it's beat a little bit slower. So maybe instead of talking about yourself, you're going to talk about the janitor. This is why I gave you a notebook. What's another question you might be able to ask.
1: What was it going to do?
0: It was going... So the, the cat says, I think we're beating it. What? It's it is slowing down, but it's, we're still in danger. It still might take the whole courthouse with it. Poltergeist style. It's going to eat the courthouse.
1: Okay. So... Clear... So, okay. I'm still going to keep talking to Detective Miranda. Like, clearly the system is broken. All of the public defenders are completely overworked. They're just trying to get their clients to, to take a plea deal so they can get on to the next case. Clearly, Whom. there's some things that are wrong here.
0: Whom. Whom. The heart is being slower and slower.
2: I don't know the next so... step forward that I need to take here. Does Miranda have to admit wrongdoing?
0: No, Miranda has to look at... He looks at the jander a little bit closer and he sees, I know this guy. This I had to arrest this guy uh, on, like, possession charges. But the, the stuff he was possessing, he had never even, like, you know, had it in his system before. And so it's it's a little bit shaky on whether or not he had it or, like...
1: So why was he... Why was he arrested for a crime that there wasn't solid evidence that he committed? Well,
0: he wasn't lucky enough to have a frat party arrested for him. He went to, he went to holding. And if I remember correctly, it was like five, six months before he got his, his date in court. And by that time, it was time served. He took the plea deal.
1: So people keep being wrongly imprisoned or wrongly held... For things that they didn't do because the system isn't working.
0: And you see the the heart it it stops beating, but it is now just a light. it, it is there, but it is a light, and the janitor is kind of like Ooh, stirring to life.
1: Okay, can we pull him out?
0: As you yeah, so as you grab his hands, he begins to unstick a little bit more. As he unsticks, the heart starts to scab over again. So the heart is still there, but the janitor is out.
2: Okay. Can I take some of the water bottle that I had and like give him some water? Yeah, he seems like he needs. You
0: try and wake him back to life. So Gal Capone is taking care of the falsely accused janitor. This heart that spawns ghosts is still there, though.
1: Okay. I'm gonna try poking it again with my.
0: Okay, now that you have you have rid it of its uh, uh, systematic hatred. And it's it's the unfair vibe because ghosts are created out of a terrible passion. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that you've rid of, of its terrible terrible passion, you take the the baseball bat, shattered baseball bat, and you stab it through the heart. And you hear kind of like, a, and the, the ties to the top of the jander and the bottom of the jander's uh, room uh, snap, and the heart starts to fall. But before it can fully land, it just sort of uh, turns into ash and, and evaporates. And,
1: and no he, more ghosts.
0: And you can see that, that ghostly mess that was coming towards the heart uh, fall back through the floor again and is gone. And see goes, this courthouse is clean.
1: What? Is he now an, an oyster? oyster? Queen? And he goes,
0: listen, it's a movie quote from Poltergeist. It's not my fault. You haven't seen it. It was a reference, he says.
2: It's a shitty reference. You're a
0: shitty <laughs> reference.
2: Yeah, I'm a crooked okay now that
1: the heart is gone i kneel down to take a closer look at this cat because i want to see i feel like there's something more to the story with Lot and so, i want to investigate the mystery of sealot i guess roll the 2d6
0: if you're investigating the mystery of a
1: cat i got a six.
0: six so i believe that's nothing so as you look down the the cat is very stone-faced it's dead it has lost an ear when it started telling you like uh, flat out what is happening mm-hmm. and so he goes listen i i don't want to lose another ear but i can explain everything i don't want to be here
1: how can we help you not be here
0: i we have to kill or end the person who brought me here
2: and who's that
0: he looks in and he he says merrick zong of broken brown arrow brought me here he raised that mummy that night he used me to raise that mummy when you there and he sees Galcapon's confused look and he's like There was a mummy, it's fine. And he I'm a demon cat, mummies, whatever. You've served a god, I know. And so he goes, I don't want to be here. They raised me, they brought me here and used me. If I am going to get out of this form and he looks down at the cat that is falling apart, we need to end broken brown arrow. Is that something that you are interested in?
1: Uh, I take a minute to explain to Gal Capone about, um, my most recent adventure in which a witch was kidnapped by the Broken Brown Arrow cult, and they have a, a thing against everything supernatural. Yeah. And I say, yep, sure, we'll help you, and I look at Gal and ask if she's into.
2: May as well. I don't have anything better going on.
0: So the guy goes... Great, that was a quick turnaround, but we need to head upstairs because there's a lot we need to square away here. So, as you move upstairs, all of the stuff that was switched around, the, the janitor is left in good hands with Detective. Uh, actually, no, Miranda's going to bring the jander with him. So okay. He's going to take him up in his, like, weirdly strong arms. Uh, weirdly strong arms. And he's going to carry him up to the, the, the courtroom where everything began. As you're wa- marching through the rest of the courthouse you saw, nothing is moving or flying around anymore. However, it is just a mess. You can see that nearly all of the papers and the gum wrappers and the chairs have been uh, put at kind of what might be the center mass of the courthouse. And you can see a tiny little divot in the middle of the courthouse. So you can safely assume that if this had been allowed to continue, the courthouse might have just, like, compressed into itself. So that was the, the reference I was making from Poltergeist 2 as well, I should say. Um, you guys need to watch more scary movies.
2: Only with people who are funny.
0: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Um, but as he moved back into the courthouse, the cat, everyone is kind of like scared and the, the bailiff is now sitting up and he's, what, what happened? And, uh, the cat hops back up on the bench and he goes, listen, I have, I'm going to give my witness testimony. I've been sworn in. I've affirmed my oath. I was there the night that the warehouse burned down. Uh, Roman and Molly did not do it. I saw who did it. It was not them. I was there as an eyewitness person. The human being that I am was at the... And you can see kind of like uh, another flap of skin kind of fall off this cat. And not the end of the tail, but the middle of the tail kind of becomes de-skinned. So it's like gross underskin and a little bit of bone flying off. And the human that I am was there to see it. And eyewitness this. It was not them. Nothing happened. And Molly uh and uh gal capone you can kind of feel like you weren't there either but you know you have interacted with this cat in more detail and very weirdly deep in your brain you can feel like a tug of memory trying to get implanted like that this is a person and that this was a person the whole time and molly you remember back to that night at the warehouse and you're like was there a person there watching us the whole time and you two are able to kind of shake it off and say, no, there wasn't. But pieces of this cat are still falling off as it's doing this thing. And by the time it's done talking, everybody in the courtroom is just like, oh, yeah, no, they they didn't do it at all.
2: Can and I, like, aside to the cat and be like, hey, can you also say that you were there on Mulberry Street and that I didn't steal a bunch of stuff?
0: <laughs> and, and then uh, the cat kind of squares him. <laughs> Gal Capone is also in- innocent, and you can see the skin covering one of its paws just sort of evaporate into
2: the air. Thanks,
0: bud. Yeah, it says, and then it hops all the way from the bench into the windowsill sill and goes, "I will see you back, or I see you again." And it goes through the window uh, and hops down off of the windowsill And everyone in the courthouse just kind of like kind of does that deep breath, we've just woken up, except for Arthur and Robin who are also like looking around because they also resisted this memory thing. Just kind of looking at everybody else and trying to also pretend like they're just as confused <laughs> as everyone, and then the judge just goes, "Um, adjourn," and that's it. All right. Okay. Are you? You're gonna. Ha- Arthur kind of leans down and says, uh, "Molly, we should head back to headquarters, right?"
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like we have a lot to talk about. Um, I invite Gao Capone to come with us because I feel like she's an important part of this debriefing.
0: Gal Capone, you going with? So you are piled back into Toyota Highlander after you receive all of your stuff back along with, do you return the bejeweled crucifix? No. Okay, so uh, why would I
2: return that? It's useful.
0: Galcapone returns with a, a bejeweled crucifix <laughs> on her shoulder and it to a Toyota to Highlander. You drive back across the river, uh, back to the this really nondescript sort of long brick building. Uh, you go back uh, halfway across the river because you're on the island, uh, halfway or back to this nondescript brick building where the only thing on it is barely a. Uh, a logo saying Pinedale Investigative Supernatural Services. You walk back up from the, uh, the underground parking, take the elevator up and, and head back to this office. And uh, Molly, as you get in, you realize that Arthur's desk is, once again, the whorls on it, whorls on it are different. And the cat is sitting on Arthur's desk.
1: Okay. Um, so I feel like I immediately need to explain to Arthur, like the cat is not what we thought it was. This all has to do with the broken brown arrow.
0: Yeah, and then Arthur goes, no, I the cat's cool, right, cat? And cat kind of shrugs his shoulders. And he's like, "I you punched the damn cat, Molly. I tried to tell you not to, and you punched it.
1: Okay, well, before we thought the cat was evil and we were bound to determine that we needed to catch it. Okay, goes, sorry it takes me a while to catch up.
0: And he goes, okay, that's, that's fine. I'm happy we got you out of that situation and that no more legal ramifications will come to you. I'm sorry that Detective Miranda won't remember what you went through uh you're he he will be around and he seems like a good guy but he's not going to be a connection for us anytime soon well
1: maybe someday he could be
0: um and so the cat looks deader than it was before and it's talking it's like now i did that for everyone looking very pointedly at gal capone you're welcome i don't count on that like, I can't do that willy-nilly. If I fall apart in this physical form, which I am obviously doing, every time I use magic, the bigger the magic, the more the falling apart. I can't go home, he says. Demons can die. I don't want to die.
2: Okay.
0: That's pretty understandable, right?
2: It's fair. What if we put you in the freezer for a little while? Will that help?
0: <laughs> Try me, he says. <laughs> Uh, just
2: a suggestion.
0: <laughs> so you your your legal troubles have been resolved. You find out that this warehouse, you find the the uh the mummy at has burned down. I'm not gonna do the voice, but talking to the cat, you've you've learned that Broken Bound Arrow had summoned him, right? Had mm-hmm. like done the ritual. They're this really weird combination of anti-supernatural wizards, where like they are are cultists where they use the supernatural to beat the supernatural in order to end the supernatural. And so this, this demon, which is not happy about being summoned in the first place, was used to raise a mummy. That mummy was going to wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. And Pinedale Investigative had somehow found out about it uh, and gone to put an end to it, but had escaped catching the demon cat, uh, of which he is very happy because he probably wouldn't have listened to him at the time. Uh, and so Broken Brown Era poses a large threat in this town of using demons and other sort of monsters to end the protected nature of the supernatural in Pinedale. Okay, and as the cat is finishing this up, you hear a click clacks of of, uh, high, high heels, and around the corner comes Elva with her tight curls and her high cheekbones, and she turns the corner and looks surprised for a split second. And then she goes, oh, hello, Silat. And then the cat, looks at Elva and goes, hello, kama it's been a while.
1: Episode end!
2: All right.
0: Uh, so, so that's she's it.
2: also an ancient demon listen
0: I don't want to get into it now she's also an ancient
2: demon yeah that demon. sounds like two ancient demons
0: so uh Katie thank you for coming over to yeah. play with us I'm sorry
2: you're sorry? yeah
0: I don't know that's what, just what I always say
1: he okay. just apologizes for anyone having to interact with me
0: with me more like it uh, But that was... doesn't
1: he say that at the end of every work day alright kids
2: have a good day sorry <laughs> I might start saying that. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) Except to half the class for the other half of class. Um, That is going to do us for this episode of uh, Molly's Monsters. Amicus was pretty brief, I have to say. We got through it quickly. uh, Thanks to mixed awesome hints. Mm -hmm. Very obvious of always what you're supposed to do. Not convoluted or anything at all. Anyway, it's topical. Um. My, uh, we should do the wrap up thing, I suppose, that we usually do. So, every piece of music that you heard in this, uh, uh episode was probably uh, done by Louis Zong. And if not, here's where I tell you the next person. Okay. Uh, that, those were the possible people that gave music to this episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dickie Ma,
1: I'm at Susan J. I don't have Twitter. Damn
0: it. I was hoping to finally find it <laughs> out. Um, and you can follow the podcast at Bibliovile. B-I-B-L-I-O-V-I-L-E. That was probably easy to listen to. Uh, so thank you for stopping by. Be sure and share this with your friends. Try and count the number of law references I had in here. By the way, the, the witnesses' names that you didn't talk to were Mary Scalia. She was the oh. one with the Bible. Earl Berger. Sam Warren. Lauren Marbury. And Trevor McCullough. So, every single one of them named after a Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. or a Supreme Court case. So, uh, there goes my thing. Oh, and Officer or Detective Miranda named after the Miranda, Miranda rights. Miranda uh, rights. Would you say that he was a good cop or a bad cop trying to protect you?
1: He was a good yeah, cop. Yeah, he's trying to protect
0: the rights of the accused. And yeah. then the other one, Terry. You didn't meet him, but he would have been a bad cop trying to railroad you through, much like Terry v. Ohio allowed for stop-and-frisk activities. So, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to explain all of my geniusness. Uh, And Gideon, obviously, uh, was the public defender from the court case where you got public defenders. Anyway, I love all of you, and this is the end.
1: Bye.